0: with so that they can stay in yeah. power.
1: Okay, we're back, we're live. It's uh, five, in the 5 p.m. block on a given Friday. I'm Jay Fidel, this is ThinkTech, and we're talking about research today, research in Manoa and from Manoa. I guess the research we're talking about is from IFA, the Institute for Astronomy, which exists in Manoa on Woodlawn Drive there. It's a very important organization. It's world-renowned. In fact, Hawaii is world-renowned for astronomy. Uh, if there's one thing we do well, <laughs> astronomy. There aren't that many things we're world known for, tourism, astronomy. I think I, think I got it now. Uh, anyway, uh, Samuel Wilder King II is with us, and he is a co-organizer uh, in, the, in the rally, the, um, what is it, the uh, Imua TMT rally that took place yesterday on the Beritania side of the Capitol building, uh, where hundreds of people showed up to demonstrate support, uh, for the TMT 30-meter telescope on Mauna Kea. That was really something. Uh, Sam, it's great to have you here. It's great to be able to talk to you. I want to know everything about this. So what happened yesterday? It was in the paper today. It was a headline story.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it was it was good news. I, I was way happier than I thought I was going to be when that when we started organizing. And I, I started organizing, and I've been trying to, people I've been trying to find out who's running the PR for this operation and find out who's supporting it and I was calling everybody I knew and if I went on the Facebook groups basically is what happened so I went on Facebook and I started that's actually where I started I was looking like who is supporting this thing and I heard that Imua TMT hashtag was trending so it was the first thing I searched and I went in there and I was like who's running the show and Malia Martins was like ah, I'm running it They're like well, I was like okay what are we doing she's like I don't, well, I don't know what do you want to do I was like oh, we should get together and rally and she was like okay that's a good idea. And, me and malia one other lady were talking to her like okay when can we all be there and just me and malia were the only ones that could be here we're like well okay we need some time to get this done and just do it quick because i was i was ready to go like the next day i wanted to be out there because i i saw this narrative going in a way that i thought was going to be harmful for all of us and so but but malia was like no 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 we, we should do it right and i was like okay okay all right let's do it and so we picked the day and then and then I started finding all these other Facebook groups as I searched for more and more. They're all disparate groups. they were never that organized because it was never necessary or it wasn't coordinated. And so we just started telling them all, being like, hey, we're going to do this. I went on Reddit. I was like, we're going to do this. Like, we're going we're gonna to do this. I didn't put my real name on Reddit, which my friends were like, you are insane. What are you doing? <laughs> and so I was just like, let's, let's go. And then. Um, and then at some point, so then we were, so we were pushing it. And I knew that I needed to get a, an op ed out, really, to, to really get it out. Because I didn't know who was out there. And I'm sure that people out there weren't uh, checking social media, they didn't know. So I knew the only way we were going to get anybody to show up was by putting something in a public place. And, and I, I was and right. And I, I had some ideas of what I wanted to say. And I knew there were links that needed to be put out there, especially to the findings of fact and conclusions of law that the Board of Land and Natural Resources has produced. The second one which lays out all the arguments and explains everything and how it's culturally compliant and the, you know, the mountain is, is spiritual. It's, I was watching a buy-in talk today and uh, it was amazing. Aleppo was, he was saying, you know, the mountain is spiritual, it's not sacred. And I was like, I don't think he, he didn't mean it in an offensive way, but he's saying it's, it's spiritual, it's not a sacred place. And I was just like, it struck me today. But at the time of organizing, I wasn't thinking about that, I was just like, this thing explains everything. They tried to comply, comply with all these cultural elements. So I, I wanted to put it in a link. So I first went to CivilVie and I tried to be like, CivilVie, do this. And it was interesting because at the time, CivilVie was like, yeah, we can't. I'm not knocking CivilVie, I, I, I love, actually, I love CivilVie. I think, well, I've written them some letters. So I haven't been super happy with their media coverage, but I do love those guys. I think they do a great job on a lot of things. But they couldn't take it. They had been overwhelmed with the article. They had got so much, they were like, we can't do it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go Star Advertiser. It's kind of funny. It's exactly what happened with my, my grandpa's broken trust article. Not to compare it to that, but it was just, it came to mind. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, I put it in there, and I, so I was like, okay, I guess i got to try somebody else. So I went to Star Advertiser. I went to West Hawaii, and then Star Advertiser got back to me uh, first, and they were like, yeah, well, we'll do it. But, but it was funny. They were like, cut it, because I had a thousand words, and it was, it was much grouchier the first time I went through. and so. Uh, with my friends, I, I, they were like, the, the star advertiser said it's gotta be 650 words, not a thousand. I was like, okay, and editing always helps, right? It's always better. Making it shorter often makes it better. It's always, it's, you <laughs> never have time to make things shorter. That's the challenge, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's what I did. So I cut out all the words and I, I had like some friends, I was like, oh man, you guys gotta look at this. Like, what are we gonna say? And then it was funny, you know, the last, the last person to edit it, it was, it was really true. The last person to edit it was my wife. It was really funny. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Um, love you. Um, well, was kids, too. Yeah, I love you guys too. No, um, the uh, it's yeah, great so, to
1: have it on a collaborative basis. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was. Well, no, no, no. It,
0: what I was trying to get to just having fun with my wife. Is uh, she she looked at it and was like, you know, you gotta you gotta come at it from this the positive place. You're trying to come at it, you know, like, yeah. especially the last the last part of it. I was trying to get my message across, being like, this is the story I want to tell, and I, I was very like kind of like ah oh, grudge. And if you talk to any of my friends, they're like, oh, my God, Sam, you got to, like, stay quiet because you're going to be way too grouchy and, like, aggressive. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll try. And she, she put it. She was like, no, 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 that's not what you're trying to say. Like, you do it like this. And I was like, I, I, thankfully, I was well raised to listen to my wife. So. You
1: come from a great family, Sam, you know. I knew your grandfather. Yeah, I mean, he was, he
0: was, uh, man, I would, you know, it would be fascinating to see what he thought about this, man. It would be, it would be really interesting. We know which side he'd be on for sure. Yeah, he'd be excited. He'd be excited. He'd be excited. You know, I think he'd be excited that people were talking, you know, because, you know, my grandfather, actually, he, he I mean, he was part of the Royal Order in Mayo. I mean, as far, and now that's not relevant to TMT. I don't think he would actually be objecting to TMT, but to the, to the other question that you know, kind of just coming up the sovereignty question. He, he was, he was sympathetic to that point of view. Like he, he looked at it and he's kind of, he had that analysis. He, he was not, he was never against it in that way. And so it was really interesting to me that he endorsed uh, Hawaiian sovereignty Do the facts matter by Thursday. And that's one of the reasons I think that book is so interesting and people should read it. Yeah. And like, I try to send out links to it because, you know, it's not perfect. It's got, it's got its issues and the arguments aren't all perfect. The quotes, the citations aren't good. But my grandpa was like, and his quote on the back of the book is so, it's so good. I re- I've reread it so many times. What's the name of the book? Hawaiian Sovereignty, Do the Facts Matter by Thurston Twigsmith. He outlines the the reasons all, the entire narrative about the overthrow is completely wrong. Samuel Wilder King. No, no, no. It's by Thurston Twigsmith, the book. Hawaiian ah, okay. Sovereignty, Do the Facts Matter by Thurston Twigsmith. He's the guy who ran the Honolulu Star Advertiser for like decades. Right, right, right. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. My grandpa endorsed the book because he was saying, if anybody wants to advance the sovereignty debate, they need to read this. Not, not if you agree or disagree, just if you want to advance it, you need to read this book. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that they don't know, right? People think, I think most people, especially our generation, I knew I thought this. Like when I first, I, and you know, to be honest, I never, I never dug into it like I should have, like probably all of us maybe, you know, we didn't, growing up, you kind of just you thought it was a certain way and I came back home and I was just like, oh yeah, obviously, you know, the United States came in and landed troops and invaded and we took it over and then, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. But then you read this book, the first chapter, and you're like, that is not what happened. Like, not even close. Like, the, the troops were there, but that is not, like, how they were being used or what was happening. And it was this very complicated political game being played in the history. But, but people, you know, we got the Apology Resolution, which was completely one-sided, completely ignored half, the, you know, there was two reports, and they just ignored the report that refuted it. And in the Apology they just only did one. And UH, UH Manoa, speaking of Manoa, one of the things I am upset about is they host, the, the one report that's pro-sovereignty is the Blount Report, right? It says, oh yeah, the troops, of Stevens, the ambassador was really bad, oh, clearly America's culpable. But the report that's, that debunks that is the, called the Morgan Report, right? And it comes out and says none of that is true. And now, you know, you can balance whatever you wanna balance, that's not the point. The point is there's an intellectual disingenuousness at the University of Hawaii because they host, now maybe they've changed this, they host, the Blount report. At least when I was researching in law school, they hosted the Blount report on the UH, like some law school, like or not law school, but UH library website. Perfect link. You can read the whole thing. Morgan report nowhere to be found. At best, they link to Ken Conklin's website. So Ken Conklin is maintaining this document for us, and it's and it's he's doing it by himself, right? So it's not he's, perfect. He's document. anti-sovereignty. Yeah, right. But it's also like. He's not, he hasn't got it all perfectly set up on a, on a website where it's all one big PDF. It's, it's hard to read. And it's like, yeah. that's dishonest. Like, come on, just have the, have the debate. But they thought they settled it, right? And now it's coming out again. And well, this
1: debate is, is inherent in the whole protest against TMT, isn't it?
0: Well, I, I don't think, well, it shouldn't be, but it is now, right? It, if you want to talk about the, the, the cultural importance of Mauna Kea and whether or not TMT is desecration, we can have a conversation about that and maybe it's really valuable because I think there's actually another side of the story. I think people have said it's sacred and I'm, it's not clear to me that the entire mountain historically at all time was sacred in that way. I think there was always a balance and it's something to explore. So that conversation alone could have happened. We could have all talked about it. But, you know, they might not have that good an argument. So instead, latch everything on. And plus the equipment that builds a telescope moves really slowly and there's only one road. All you got to do is block it, and then you can have a megaphone to talk to everybody. You know, you hashtag the rock or, or any actor well, you can think press, of. The they press show up. has
1: certainly uh, covered it. Um, you know, very well. They covered the protesters very well. And the first time there's been uh, a positive, um, pro- a positive rally support at TMT is this rally yesterday. Am I right?
0: That's as far as I know. That's why I did it because we needed it. I mean, I. You know, I've, I guess I'm talking to people that I know, every, all of my friends are like, why? This is obviously a great idea. Why aren't we doing it? So I was like, okay, well, my friends think this is a good idea. And then the polls, you know, last year were out. Overwhelming numbers. I mean, then, you know, it, nobody's race should matter in this debate, but it does. And so that's just something we all deal with. And so when you look at the polls and you're like 70% of the state supports it, you're like, okay, whatever, 77% of the state, what do the Hawaiians think? Apparently 72% of self-identified Native Hawaiians support the TMT. And that blew me away because I thought I was the only one. And apparently I'm not even close to the You're a Native one. Hawaiian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not as much as many of the people on the mountain or, or people that are out supporting the TMT. But you, know, you identify TMT. as Native Hawaiian. Yeah, I, do, I do now, and, I, and I, not that I never did, but, it's, but that's, an interesting, that's an interesting question. Something I've, well, you know, you always, I don't know if I've ever struggled with it. It never bothered me at all to identify as Native Hawaiian because I'm Native Hawaiian. Well, are so you conflicted about it? No, no, I'm not. I'm Native so Hawaiian. So your,
1: your reasoning takes you to support the TMT. What is your reasoning, Sam? What are the reasons you support TMT?
0: I mean, I start at brass tax, which is they're paying us $300,000 in rent, and they're paying us a million dollars into an education fund to teach students in Hawaii science technology engineering math you know, get them into STEM jobs and they have a job placement program that is awesome and that's and I've said it before and I will say it again it's thanks to the people that have been pushing back against DMP. They they got that deal and they were right we've got a lot of telescopes up there that aren't paying any rent and you know there's a flip side to that, because you pay rent, it makes the science more expensive for everybody, and then it's, you know, it's harder for the students to get on there. There's a balance, but at some level, it's like, hey, look, this, you're here, there's, a, there's an aspect to which our society values this mountain, and so you should be paying rent, so let's go. And now they're, but they're doing it, right? And there's, there's cultural aspects, where like, you don't build it on the summit, you're, You know, not near Lake Waiao, so don't block these sight lines. So they did it, they moved it. So that was the conclusion. So like, economically, that's obvious, science, obvious, Land use, obvious. you're not gonna build homes up there. I think leaving the, the resource completely empty, I, I think that's an, a terrible idea. I think it's an incredibly valuable resource and it's valuable and, and sacred and spiritual because of its value to humanity in addition to the cultural aspects and I have no problem coexisting in those worlds.
1: It's and good for the state, the,
0: is that what you're saying? Well, it's not just good for the state, it's good for my people, it's good for the native Hawaiians. Good for everyone, it's good for the Hawaiians, it's good for native Hawaiians, it's good for the state, Good for Literally, the entire human rights. Let's talk about the
1: rule of law. You know, this has been through 10, 10 plus years of litigation and application and, and contested case and whatnot and arbitration. You you name it. We've had a lot of legal process on this, and it you know. And at the end of the day, after ten years of of uh, opposition in court, uh, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of letting the go project, letting the project go forward. So we have we have a decision of law. And can you talk about the rule of law as it applies to this process and to where we are now?
0: Yeah, the, so I used to be a property lawyer. I used to work on you know, property law development, real estate law. I still do a little bit of that kind of stuff. But it's, I've, always, I've dealt with a lot of this kind of process. And the one thing you learn real quickly in Hawaii is that At some point, we went over the line, and process is now used as a political weapon to stop anyone from building anything. I mean, people want to never build homes ever, and then everyone wonders, well, where are all the kids? Why are they moving to Vegas? Well, you had EIS rules for every single possible project. It increases the cost of housing dramatically because people don't know how development projects work. And it's relevant, the same T's, same thing. But if you want to build a house, right, The way you get that project started, you got to have an entrepreneur go out and do it. And the upfront cost of the EIS is a gargantuan cost with tons of risk. It's really hard to get an upfront investment on that because there's no guarantee of return. So it stifles all entrepreneurial housing. So only big guys can come in, and you always you only have big developments and houses. And there's no, you know, the big guys can wait. The big guys can wait on the land; they they don't have to rush. But the entrepreneurs, they're the ones who get the, the cycle flowing. Anyway, so the point is that. They start using process as a political weapon, and that's exactly what happened to TMT. And that's one of my biggest issues with it: is just use, abusing the legal process to constantly delay and obfuscate good projects just because you disagree with it. Now, now that being said, a lot the process was done right, and the TMT did it wrong, and they got overruled by the Supreme Court. But we did it again, and they stuck to it, and we had a joint fact-finding session where every opponent wanted to be there was let in and then all they they were all allowed to cross examine every single witness they allowed in virtually every single witness except I think one witness who only wanted to talk about sovereignty which wasn't relevant and so they talked about every single environmental cultural aspect of that thing for I think it was like three months they talked about this it was on the news over and over and over they vetted the whole thing So in the end yeah you're absolutely right I come down on the rule of law the United States legal system I think is one of the wonders of the world I think it's got issues but so do most other legal systems that ever created. I think ours is amazing, and I think we went through an incredible process to get this done, and we went through a lot of joint fact-finding, where people agreed. To the fact. We got everybody in the room, and we like, so what do you think of this and this and this? And they were like, that's what the answer is. Okay, that's how you do it. And, you know, if the protesters disagree, I would love to know what their alternative method of joint fact-finding would be. That's one proposal I would love to get.
1: Well, I think one of the issues that's come up is uh, not only fact-finding, but it's deciding. Um, You know, if if somebody says, well, the people, I'm not saying who the people is, it's a big question. The people own the mountain. Yeah, what people exactly? How do you define who who speaks on this in a larger sense? And and how do you determine what their decision is? You have a vote? Uh, Haven't we had legal process which is tantamount? Should we have another vote? How many votes do we need to have and what is the you know number of votes we need to achieve? Majority, uh, something else, uh, in order to go ahead on a project like this? That's, that's the thing. You know, it seems to me like if you have a process and, and you participate in the process, and everybody should, everybody should vote, at the end of the day, you have to respect the decision of the process. But people here are not respecting the decision of the process. So they must have another process in mind. And what is that? Is that just a matter of staying up in the mountain and? and uh, approaching the press and raising their voices and doing cultural things, Uh, or is there some other way? And I don't get an answer on that. I don't think there is a a valid answer. Once you finish the legal process, isn't that it?
0: Uh, Yes. Fundamentally, that's how it should always work. But there's, a, there's, a, there's a decent argument for civil disobedience. I mean, th- you know, there, there is the, there, I mean, I, I respect it. I respect the fact that people stand up for the belief. That's what I was doing with the rally, right? The reporters are asking me, like, what if nobody shows up? I like, I don't care. I don't care if no one shows up. I'm going to stand here by myself. I'm going to tell my story. And that's what they're doing. Okay, I got you. And we're going to talk about it. But you're right. Even, even in civil disobedience, it's, there's rules, right? And that's actually something I did want to touch on, is that, you gotta, there, there's, there's rules to it all, and you can have that kind of civil discipline. Our society can handle it, but you gotta do it to an extent, and then you gotta stop. And that's where they haven't been, like, they're now saying, we're not gonna negotiate, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna do anything, we're not gonna let you go up, we're just, there's absolutely no compromise whatsoever. That's unreasonable. You can't, you can't play the game like that, and you can't block. The telescope technicians from going and maintaining the telescope you can't break the property that's up there with no consequences i can't believe they haven't been sued for civil damages it's unbelievable that if those telescopes break who's on the line for that is the state on the line for not arresting all of them immediately allowing the, I mean, these these telescopes are in moon conditions right they got to be maintained you don't you don't have a right to block them and just prevent anyone i don't care what your argument is you let them be maintained at least while we have the discussion. Yeah, that's, that's Pono too, isn't it's it? It's absolutely Pono. You're committing vandalism against the telescopes by blocking the technicians. The workers, okay, I see you, you got some sort of argument. I still don't agree with you, but I see where you're coming from. You break those telescopes, that is not acceptable. It's yeah. not a Pono way to do it. It's not the way we do it in this town.
1: The paper reported that some 30, 40 people were arrested a couple of days ago. Uh, what happened to them? What, it will happen to them. What should happen to them? Should they be prosecuted? Should they be incarcerated? Should they be fined? Should they be imprisoned? What?
0: My understanding of the arrest that happened was that they were they were staged. The, the Kapuna were there, they wanted to be arrested so that they could have a soundbite on the media to say, you know, we're arrested we got arrested and that's what they used it for. I mean it's very well coordinated. They came out and like, oh you arrested Kapuna, you're so mean. But the Kapuna are all there. I mean the cops were super nice, everyone acknowledges and it, and you know it was staged because nothing happened. What was the I, actually one of my questions to Governor Ige was like right not that I've talked to him, but one just thinking in my head is like why did we even do it? Like, why, if you're not going to go, then why bother? But maybe there's an answer. You'll know, we'll find out one day. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it was just, you know, they wanted to be arrested. So we, they, okay, we arrested you. I think it was, if, that, if that's what happens, it's disingenuous to then play it up. But whatever, who knows? And so, so to answer your question, no, I don't think this should be prosecuted. Forget it, forget it. Look, we had, you know who had the best quote? The best guy that came out, I mean, I love The Rock, but the guy that had the best quote, I, I, think, it was, I think it was Max Holloway. Max Holloway, I hope when we have a rally, Max Holloway and the Rock show up. by the yeah. way. Um, Max Holloway said something along the lines of, you know, guys, he's an MMA fighter, right? So he fights all day long. And he's, you know what, guys, I haven't looked at this issue. I don't know everything, but I do know one thing. Don't fight. It's not worth it. We're all going to be, you know, we're going to be here when it's over. Yeah. We're going to be together. So don't fight. And that was the best you could say.
1: If you accept the fact, though, that this, this protest, the, the protest, on, you know, uh, against the telescope is really, uh, it's, it's, a, um, it's a proxy for other issues. Uh, and that it has demonstrated that the Native Hawaiians who are activists can get together. They can organize themselves, as you said, pretty good organization, uh, and they can stop or at least delay this project then won't that suggest there'll be more projects that'll fall in the same line? And that we will have a sort of an anti-progressive, you know, uh, state uh, progression going forward. Um, So how do you deal with that? Is it a matter of money, Sam? Uh, You know, they they say they don't want to negotiate and negotiation doesn't seem available right now, but is it a matter of paying more than that 300,000 and that, you know, million dollars you spoke of before Uh, if there were more money do you think this could be resolved is that in the cards
0: well first off i don't know i'm not on the phone with they haven't direct messaged me to talk to me i don't know what the protesters want as far as i read in the newspaper absolutely not there's no money on earth that will stop them and so at some point that's going to end with people being arrested and removed because i don't know how else you do it but i think it's worth having a conversation before we get to that point and that's kind of what i think is the most important thing going forward now i don't think it's about money now i think there's there's maybe there's some people and i think you know frankly man we get something else out of the the international organization let's talk to them and let's let's move it forward i don't know if that's fair really we all went through the process like you said but if they're willing to you know say like you know we want to help heal the community we want it we recognize that we're here and you know we want us here but we're also we recognize that it's all the cause of it so you want to build a cultural center i've talked to some people that are like let's build a a cultural center that's about mount nakea on the summit right like expand the cultural summit and like really dig into the details of the summit and like explore you know what the about the protests and who is and the supporters and see like how the story we got here but also explore like the history of mount akeia and the and the sacred and spiritual aspects of it I th- that'd be awesome i think it'd be cool i would love to go to that exhibit mm-hmm. especially after this right that's the that's the thing the state everyone's going to learn something that'd be great
1: well to be specific uh, <clears throat> on the capital side of baratania yesterday you had my, my estimate was more than 200 people. I, I thought it was more like 250, but that's
0: just me. Yeah, I think somebody estimated about 300.
1: 300. Okay,
0: yeah. that, that's good.
1: And on the other side, there were a couple of hundred people who were protesting against Monica. So it's really interesting, both sides of the street uh, protesting, you know, expressing themselves against the other. Um, and it was impressive to see the people come out from, you know, the paper said it was the business community, but it was actually the business community, the, the, you know, the academic community, uh, It was, uh, you know, progressives, if you will. Uh, That was that was the community I saw there. I saw a lot of people I knew, obviously. Um, And so, this is not the only counter protest that's going to happen, right? There's a plan here, right? Uh, You know, it's like uh, you have to maintain your position, maintain, um, you know, expressing yourself going forward, because if if you don't, then it's only one hand clapping, right?
0: I, I'm trying to formulate a plan. I, my plan is to continue doing rallies. I'm thinking about doing another one coming up as soon as possible, as soon as next week. I want to do another one, so I'm looking at blasting that out there and getting people to come out. So I definitely want to get that moving forward. I haven't locked it all down yet, but that's what I want to do. I mean, I think we need to do something at, at least every week. I mean, we're doing something every month, for sure. On the 25th, we're absolutely going to do another one, but I think we should be doing more, and I think that's what I'm going to try and get people to come out and do. But, I've learned now that you got to organize, you got to call the, the groups that are, you know, just like the protest, you got to call the groups that are supporting it, you got to get them together, you got to build some sides, you got to get the social media, you got to yeah. get it together, you got to build it up. So, and that's and that's the thing in the end. I think the way, you know, if there's a way to resolve it that, I, that in, the, in a positive manner that I think heals a community and benefits everybody, is we got to at some point get together and just. I think, I think there's something to be said for getting together on, on Mount Icai and having a conversation about it. You know, Some of the protesters were inviting me over to Mount I, I was like, they were like, what would you say to the Kapuna that think it's sacred? I was like, I don't know. I haven't talked to them. They were like, this one guy was saying, you should come talk to him. I was like, okay. So I, up, but I, so I think there's something to be said for, for having a conversation about it and, and really digging into it. Because, like I said, there's been a lot of expertise and a lot of people have looked at this issue and they've said, like, this is not a, this is not a problem. This is culturally compliant. So I think it's worth, you know, having everybody get together and, and talk it out. And, yeah. and that's a, a way to, to really move it forward. I think we're all going to learn something. That's what I think is really interesting. You know, it's, there's a chance here for everybody to learn a lot. And, and that's good. We, we got everyone fired up, right? Everyone's like paying attention now. And that's why, one of the things, that's why I wanted to throw that link about that book and why in Sovereignty Do the Facts Matter out there, right? Because it's just, it's something no one's ever read and it completely blows a lot of misperceptions out of the water. It's like, Learn something, and you don't get those chances very often, right? It doesn't happen except when people are fired up. People are fired up, all right. Let's go. Let's go learn something. Let's learn about you know, the aquifer on Mount Kea is not being affected. Let's learn about the spirituality of Mount Kea. Let's learn about our history. Let's go. Let's learn.
1: Sure, hope it can be resolved. But let me ask you this: suppose it can't be. You know, this is the Ghost of Christmas Future, in Charles Dickens. <clears throat> what happens if it can't be resolved? What is going to happen going forward? What's going to happen to the constituency that, that showed up behind you yesterday? Uh, what's going to happen to the people on the other side of the street? What's going to happen to the state? What's going to happen to, to the whole you know, Native Hawaiian uh, issue? Um, what's going to happen to astronomy?
0: I don't know. It's been interesting because a lot of the protesters have been saying that there's been support. They've been, starting with the Native Hawaiian community, they, they a lot of approaches is, oh, we're uniting the Native Hawaiian community. But what they're uniting is those, the independence activists and the federal recognition activists, I'm assuming. And that's not me, so they're not uniting me. And so, I mean, I think there's actually some people on my side that do support that point of view, so but they're not being united. So it's not clear who they think they're uniting, especially since there's only a couple thousand people there. And there's you know a million people in the state, 100,000 Native Hawaiians. So I'm not sure who they think they're uniting. And the state's going to be... We're going to be left with we're going to be left with a big empty space where we could have been doing world class science. We're going to, I think the newspaper actually was reporting this, and it was a great point. I never even thought about it. why would you invest here in a telescope again? Right, you're not you're not going to. No one's going to come back here to build a telescope if that's going to be the protest every time. So that's it. That's the end of the astronomy. You know, the end of world class astronomy. Maybe they do it on uh, you know when on Maui, but why not go protest there next? I mean, maybe it's easier to do it. So maybe right. the end of all science projects, which is, which is which is dumb. It's just dumb. I mean, we're going to lose a ton of money. and We're going to lose a ton of science and a lot of value and a lot of jobs. And that's why I came out. I, I strongly disagree with that idea. And the, the argument that, you know, it's, oh, you're violating our culture and it's this desecration and culture is the most important possible thing. is like, but that's a story you making up about this. Like, you're adding that on. You can tell our story another way, which is completely culturally compliant and accurate historically, that they can coexist. That's the story I want to tell.
1: Sam, thank you so much for coming down. It's great to talk to you. I I would like to do it again if it's okay with you.
0: Absolutely. Samuel Wilder King II. So
1: much great to
0: have you. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate it.